small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Christy Stratton. And today, Christy and I are going to talk about Pat Benatar. That's right, Patty B. Now look, she's getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame finally. Yes. Is it deserved? Of course it's deserved. Here's my question. When Elton John was inducted, Uh was he inducted with Bernie Taupin or on his own? Um, I got to assume with Bernie. Really? Well, I mean, I think, may, I don't know, may, I mean. Because look, I'm happy, but it's like, it's her and the husband. And believe me, he's terrific. And yeah, he's they great. are going strong. And, and I mean, like, they really come off as going strong. Now, and let's right. hope it's not a Tony Tennille thing. Where like, at, now that she's in, she jettisons, you know, the captain. Well, like an old shoe. I mean, he produces the albums he co-wrote. Every, I mean, if they could go back in time, they'd probably call it the Benatar Geraldo Band, or she would probably just be Pat Geraldo. She doesn't right. even she doesn't even want that Benatar name. She doesn't really. Really, I it's don't so think cool. So. Um, we actually know her, the the Benatar. We know the Benatar, the first husband. Oh, we know his. We know his new wife i don't know how to say it without getting in trouble okay anyway, nice anyway that's what we know we don't uh, we don't know the good benatar which is pat oh my gosh okay oh that's interesting but um and he's getting yeah he's getting in with her I great think, i think that was a stipulation like, well you know what like would he like look if 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 you were getting an emmy award you wouldn't <laughs> say hey my husband has to get it too no, I wouldn't. And he wouldn't say, well, you can't have it without me. Well, he has little to nothing to do with my exactly. output maybe a, creatively. Maybe a bad example. <laughs> maybe a bad but example. But to me, the Bernie Taupin one is a good example, so I'm very curious. Let me look it up. Let me try to find it. But I'm supportive and uh, uh, think they're great and this is exciting um, and all of that. Yeah, yeah, It seems like he should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Elton, like together as a duo. Right. Maybe they just put him in later because I'm assuming he's in. He's got to be in. And yeah, I'm not seeing any, and I, you know, I just might not be finding it, but I'm not seeing like any awards, like a page of awards for him. Hmm. Maybe he didn't get. Maybe he's like in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, but maybe he's not. He's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame as of 1992. I don't see that he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. All right. All right. It's weird. Well. There's a lot of crazy rules with this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, if she wanted it, then that's all that matters. Like, if she's I like, she look, wants, I, I like, I feel like she, great. she feels like he's part of the success, big time. Great. So that's all that matters. Done deal. Yes. All right. First album in the heat of the night. By the way, uh, Christy, you've been staying in our house for a week. Can I, I have. Say that? <laughs> yes. I've been here for a week, and I yes. haven't. And people probably think that I'm like bothering you, and I haven't bothered you at all. No. Nope. This is the first time. I'm, there. There are several like in the morning. Hey, you want some, you want some coffee bean? It's very kind and, and I nice. get no, and no response. Uh, no, no. I think I one time, but <laughs> one usually time. it's either I I've woken up late and I missed it. Mm-hmm. But it's very kind. It's nice to just have. I I'm an only child, Pat, and so my my alone time 
I just need it. I need it. And my son is at uh, sleepaway camp. Uh-huh. And so I thought, what better time to just, you know, be with my thoughts and do some, I had some meetings and some work I have to do and blah, blah, blah. But um, I, and especially with, with COVID and just not being able to, to have me time and it's a great space i when i give up (laughs) i when i leave las vegas i want that to be in that room (laughs) because it is so lovely and comfortable all my the creature comforts you can't off yourself in our apartment (laughs) no i'm I'm, of course i'm we call it the fonzie apartment because it's above the garage oh by the way, when I open the garage, is it like Pilar thinks it sounds like an earthquake up here when the no, garage I door opens? I hear it, but it's hear it. It's not a big deal. I it's tell just, her that all the time. She tells everyone, "Oh, when you're up there, if we open the garage, it sounds like there's an earthquake." It doesn't sound like that. It is interesting how many times a day, though, y'all need to access your garage. I that, do go I, into the garage a lot. <laughs> I do go into the garage more than the average person, which is fine. You must have a great garage. That's well. That's where that's where my Playboy collection is. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I have to get? No, I was doing. Uh, I was doing some. Uh, how, I, was, I was fixing the screen door. What else would I do? I was doing a bunch of like handyman stuff around the house today, and I had to, like. I don't like to leave the garage open because there's a lot of critters in Woodland Hills. Oh, okay. Because I hear them on the roof. Yeah, isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I we have critters too, so I, this is not. But you they're know. like they're not in the crawl. They're on the roof. Yeah, and it's like what the heck? <laughs> I hate. It's weird. But um, so I don't like to leave the garage open because they're going to go in. So if I open it to get something, then I shut it. Yeah. No, that's. And then I open it again to put that thing away. (laughs) And then I shut it. So there's four times. This is the cutest neighborhood. I adore it. I have my little walk that I because I go I walk to the blue bottle and I get my sweet uh, latte, nonfat milk. Uh, And so I walk through and there's jasmine and there's fruit trees and it's just lovely i can't walk where i am it's just too mm-hmm. hilly yeah so it's just very nice to um and then i put the headphones on and you know noise canceling um no they're the you don't want to walk beats. into traffic no no I, right. I stay on the sidewalk that's another thing encino has no sidewalks no, it doesn't. i love sidewalks I mean, some of the sidewalks are like this. Like sure, you got to keep an eye out. Be careful. Uh, what's your pace when you're walking? Is it brisk? It's brisk. It's right. brisk. And that's why like, I, I walk alone mm-hmm. um, because I love Gary, but he's slow. He's slow. And yeah. I just, I like to move. Pilar walks slow too, but I was hiking with Murray once and he was like, "Where? what's the rush? I go, this is just my pace. This is how I go. I'm like the the pace car at the... right. The five hundred. There's no re. If you're out getting exercise, then you should do it. Yes, you should get some exercise. Hello. All right. Good deal. Uh, what else was I going to ask you? Uh, many projects. We can't talk about them. I know. I, you know <laughs> well, you, we'll you've see. You've alluded. You've alluded to them. <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park Seven. I don't know if I can uh-huh, say that. Uh huh. But anyway, I'm glad you're getting work done. I'm glad we've left you alone, and I'm glad you're comfortable. And Sugarfish delivers here. I don't get good because it's sushi right over delivery. in Calabasas. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I, it's thrilling. Do you go? Do you still go to the sushi spot? Yes. Now, oh, when I was over at your house last time, uh, Gary was pointing out like some houses in the hill. Oh, like he's uh-huh. like he said. I think he said that's uh, Matt LeBlanc's house. Yes. And he either said you have a Matt LeBlanc story or a Tom Petty story. Do you have either one of those? What? Well, I know Matt LeBlanc. I've seen Matt LeBlanc okay. a couple times at the sushi spot. But that's not a story. 
Now, I don't know that I have a story. Like Tom Petty's, uh, ha- the the famous one that house that burnt down, if yeah, you yeah, know yeah. Tom Petty's history, is right below my neighbor. Selena Gomez is in there now. Okay. And I, like, it's not on my street, but, but the neighbor, even though the neighbor's next door, it's above this house. And apparently the... Um, John Wayne's son, whose name is Michael Wayne. He's this long is more name dropping than when uh, David Wilde's here. This is long. He's long dead. Okay. But he, Michael Wayne, would tell his daughter that he would, he, he could hear Bob Dylan and Tom Petty playing music. It would come up from the hills. Uh, just He would just open his you know doors and just hear this music and... Anyway, so it's, now Selena Gomez lives in Tom Petty's old house. Yes, uh, they fixed it up. I get the fire was many years ago, yeah. uh, but she bought that and it, like it's turned into this celebrity enclave. And you guys, my house is not that. I, I let me just be very clear. I am proud of the work that I've done. Christie's house is very nice. It, it's it is, but it is not these homes and i think because we're not on a grid and you can have a house that has trees around it and then it's it like uh that you don't even know exists there because it's just not on a so people who want privacy and just to it's just become and what's happening is on my there's a street that connects to my street there was a ranch house, okay. fine ranch house. I'm sure it was a, I don't know, million and a half. Tore it down, built a, like a five million dollar house on it, and Michael B. Jordan moved in. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. It, I can see it from my house, but it's so because again, we're just we're normal. It's a normal house. It's fine. You're, you're celebrity adjacent. Then. I'm yes. It's crazy. It's like anywhere in LA though. You'll drive down a street and there's normal houses. You turn the corner and you're like, what the hell is this street? Uh, right. Right. What's going on here? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's crazy. It's but you're crazy. Uh, but you're up in there, and uh, I like that. I like the Selena Gomez story. Mm. Do you watch that murders in their building? I do. Where? The new season just started. I know we haven't watched it. Yet. We just finished a show called The Bear on Hulu. How is that? I loved it. Really, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. I liked it a lot. I, that my two recommendations for shows right now are that, and I love that for you. Okay, because I started that, but I needed to. I need to commit to it because I love her, oh Vanessa Bear. So hysterical. Do you watch Barry? Uh, no, I and no, no reason. I just haven't gotten into okay, it, okay. and that's supposed to be wonderful. I'm sure she was in a scene in this past season of Barry. She was in one scene. She played like a uh, like a television exec, mm. and it was literally there was really no dialogue. They're like, this show's a little bit, mm, and it needs to be a little bit. Mm. And they just kept doing that back and forth and they had so many different variations of it and it was it was so funny. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was funny. All right, Pat Benatar. Yes. She's getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's got four Grammy Awards. Deserved. Best rock female vocalist. I think four years in a row she won it. Her voice is incredible. Her voice is incredible. First one, two, three, four, five, six. First six albums all went platinum and a couple went multi-platinum. And she's like, I'm going to commit to a short haircut and y'all are going to think I'm mm-hmm. sexy anyway. Yep. Spandex and a short haircut. I mean. Doesn't care. That's yep. what she's going to do. Have That's you ever right. had your hair short? Oh, yeah. Remember when Gwyneth Paltrow had that, it was long in the front mm-hmm. and then just real short. It was yeah. right around the time Diana died. Yeah. That whatever year that was. Yep. I had that cut and I liked it. And, I, then, and then why did you give that up on it? I don't know. All right. Maybe because I t- saw too many pictures of my profile and I'm like, this is this is not okay. I don't know. When I met Pilar, she had short hair and it, she would tell me, tell you and tell everyone that that was the worst haircut she ever had. <laughs> and I thought it looked great. 
Then what are you going to do? No. My hair's coming out, so I don't care what people have. Enjoyed. You have a lot more than most. Feel good about that, Pat. Look, I do. I'll be 60 in a year and a half. What? I just can't. I remember when you turned 50. I know. That's when we started becoming friends. I know. Mm. 10 years. Yeah. Let's take a moment. All right. right. A moment of silence. All right. Here we go. Pat yes. Benatar. Yes. Is your, where's your phone at? Right here. I'm going to ask you to put that on the floor. Oh. Just because it'll make a buzzing sound. Oh. If you don't need it at yeah. the ready. Okay. <laughs> there it goes. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just asking. No, no, no. So. You picked some songs. I picked some songs, and 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 I am interested to see your songs because I have to tell you that I don't like to just pick the hits, mm-hmm. but I feel like um, I feel a little with her with some of the records. It's like Queen for me, where the hits are amazing, and then the other songs in the middle are okay. Yeah. Um, but other than Crimes of Passion, which that's the one, that's my jam. I've got like, I, I could pick every single song off that. And I, yeah. as it was, I only picked a few. But, but, so I did go, I'm hit heavy. I'm hit heavy. That's okay because the hits are kind of undeniable. Yes. And it's not, it's, this isn't Pat Benadar deep cuts. It's just right. whatever All songs right. you like. Sure. All right. So first album is In the Heat of the Night. And what song do you have for us? I have We Live for Love. All right. Let's hear some of that. That she sounds great in the high and in the low. It yes. sounds great. That's and the, I like that production. I think that still sounds really good. Let me see who produced that. I think it was Mike Chapman. I could be wrong. That's off the top of my head. Let me find out. Scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, Mike Chapman. Hmm. You know, he produced the first Knack album. Oh. Produced all the Susie Quattro stuff. Blondie. So, yeah. She's that was your her. new best friend, Susie Quattro. Susie Quadro is my new best friend. <laughs> yep. The last time she was on, I said, when are you coming to LA to perform? She goes, I, I said, I want to meet you. She goes, when I do, front row. Oh, no, awesome. <gasps> I'll hold her to that. I have her direct email. Like when I email, oh my gosh. when I email for her, it's her. Do you talk about Leather Tuscadero? Oh yeah, we Ever. did. Yeah. And, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, She's been on three times. I even, the last time she was on, I asked her, I said, if and when you get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who should induct you? And she said it has to be Joni, meaning Aaron Moran. Aaron, oh. No, no, meaning Joan Jett. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> That's what she called her. I'm pretty sure she called oh. her Joni. Oh. Because I said, because uh, <laughs> I, I said, Joan's probably bummed that she's in and you're not. She's like, yeah, she's told me she is. Hmm. Now, I don't know if Susie Quattro gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or not because she never really broke here in America right. other than Happy Days and Stumbling In. Right. But she wants to be in. Yeah, who <laughs> wouldn't? Sure. I want to be in. You I feel be, like it might be too late for me, You Pat. might get in. Oh, 
David Wilde. How do we get David Wilde in? <laughs> he, uh, I think he vote. I think he gets to vote. Yeah, he does. Did you help him one year? With his I helped ballot? him one year, but then I did not get. In, I did not get asked back. I did not get asked back to. How work does on the that help? Ballot. How does the helping with the ballot go? We just discussed mm-hmm. all the ones, and he. You know, there was ones that he's like, well, this is my friend and I want to do this. I'm like, great. Or and so I got one that he wouldn't have done had I not been there, which was Devo. Okay. And um, they they still didn't get get in. But that was my one influence. I'm hoping the next time the ceremony is in Ohio, that that's when they'll get in since they're from Ohio. Oh, okay. But I think this... Is this, this, year, this year is in LA. Oh, it is. Yeah. <gasps> so you could go. You can get tickets and oh go. Oh my God, that's right. So a lot of good people. Eurythmics, Duran Duran. Yeah, yeah. Pat. Well, the, Carly. Yeah, it's a it's a good group. It's a good group. It's a it good was, group. Yeah, the ballot this year, I I was like, you know, if any of these, whoever gets in, I'm fine with. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, pretty much. Sure. Eminem's getting in. That's not my music, but I... It's not my music, but I get it. Of course. You know, I get it. Wildly popular. Yes. How can you say no? I just, to me, and I get, like, I love the Eurythmics, but when you're looking at, like, the fact that Devo, like, the the bands that get in before Devo, it's crazy to me. Especially when it's bands that maybe Devo influence. I think so, too. I think they kind of... I don't know. Anyway. They're all wonderful, and, you know, I'm not angry. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm all for people getting in when they're alive, too. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Because when they get in after, you know, half the band's dead, that's that's weak. Yeah. It's not fair. Agreed. All right. Do you have one from... I have a song from In the Heat of the Night. And this one was written by John Mellencamp Mm -hmm. or Cougar. But I like her version. not a smoker no (laughs) i mean that voice it still holds up she's not smoking i don't think so i've never seen i've never seen a picture of her smoking or on stage smoking no no she takes care so many covers on this album there's a a mellencamp cover there's a a nick gilder cover an alan parsons project cover a sweet cover and there's only uh pat only has two writing credits on this first album and even neil gerardo wrote one song so Hmm. yeah so uh, like a covers album almost you know what i mean yeah maybe they made her you know <laughs> true we live Women for love have... your song was one written by neil gerardo he wrote oh, that song it's a great song all right i have one more off this album then we'll move to uh crimes of passion and you can dominate excellent all right this is heartbreaker
All right, Christy, here's a title fight. Who do you choose? Led Zeppelin's Heartbreaker or Pat Benatar's oh. Heartbreaker? Pat, Pat's without a, even a slow, <laughs> smallest hesitation. All right, all it's right. It's such a better song. It's right. just a better song. All right, look at that. Holding her ground. I mean. Wow. What time do you, are you an early riser? Uh, you know, I didn't used to be, but mm-hmm. now, like, I, I, I don't know. I've, every now and then I'll go through bouts of sleep issues. And so now I kind of have been w- waking up late. But I don't know. I, I'm not too early because I'll get up and I'll do the wordle. You know, I'll do the, <laughs> right. qu- I do the wordle. I do the quartle. I do the spelling bee. Oh, my God. I, and then, then when I get my coffee is when I do the when the crossword puzzle. But I and the and the letterbox. So I do all of those puzzles in the morning. <laughs> it's a ton of puzzles. It's a ton of puzzles, but it really gets me going. Mm-hmm. It gets my brain going, and I honestly feel like I'm sharper because of it. And the puzzles have only co- I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm going off on this tangent, but they only came along um, during COVID. Here's what I looked up today, and this has to do with uh, Wordle. The free dictionary lists more than 158,000 words with five letters. Hmm. So, because I was wondering, I'm like, when are they going to run out of words on this Wordle? So I looked that up. Oh. 158,000 words with five letters. Some of those have to be words that we, obviously, we don't know. I don't know them. Well, uh, the one today, do you, you get it today? Didn't I'm like, do it yet. This isn't, this isn't a word. They, they, <laughs> once the New York, Times, New York Times took it over, it seems as though they're trying to trick us. Yeah. Whereas before, it, they weren't trying. They were just, right. hey, here's a word that you, that may, you may know. But yeah. no, they like, to tr- they like to try to trick you. I hate when there's a, a double vowel <sighs> or a double letter. Yep. Yep. What was the word that I we I had a ton of trouble with was K N O L L. I was oh, like, uh-huh. I'm like, what is that? I, it was just, it just looked. I got it, but I think it took six. Oh, or the rhymes. Like I'm like, all right, I got two more, and there's seven words that rhyme with yeah. this word. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's like, if it's blank, L I N K, and you're like, well, it could be blink. Mm-hmm. Is it clink? Right. I mean, you're just like, is it plink? Right. Is plink even a word? I don't know. But yeah, I hate that. I've been burned on that before. Burned. Hate it. Wordle. I do it though. Yeah. First thing in the morning. I just do it midday. Really? I I know a friend. How do you wait? I can't wait. I I don't know. I'm doing a, I don't know. But I have a friend that does it right after midnight. Oh. He stays up to midnight right after midnight. He does it first thing and then he goes to sleep. All right. Um, What about sleep? What time do you go to sleep? Because like I, I, would, I would look at words with friends in the morning and it would say like when you did your last yes. play and then I could I go, oh, then she was up till well, whatever. Again, I, I've just had late, lately some just sleep things. I'll mm-hmm. go through periods where I sleep like a baby and then a period where I, you know, don't. Do you take a melatonin? I'll sometimes take an alprazolam or I have these sleep gummies that I'll sometimes take. But when you take the gummies... And they don't put you to sleep. It's like I wasted. Is that, 40 CB, is that CBD? No, no. It's it. One's from Hims and Hers, and one's um, a brand that I just got at the Target. Yeah, Murray takes a gummy, which I think has uh, some m- marijuana or something in okay. it. Okay. And he gets loopy when he takes that, and then he just like passes out. Okay. Yeah, this isn't that. I don't All know. Right. I'm. I'm not. It's. Yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> All right, Crimes of okay. Passion, 1980. Okay, 1980, you guys, was a big year for me. 
I had a stepsister who was older. She was in high school. And she was part of the Columbia Record and Tape Club. So you said you're an only child, but you do have steps. Uh, no, I do. I have a stepbrother mm -hmm. from my dad's side, but Dawn was only part of our lives for a year and a half or so. The stepsister. All right. Not in contact anymore. Oh, God, no. Wouldn't know where she was for a million dollars. I wouldn't know where Don't she care. was. Don't care. No, I wouldn't say that. I think I might have looked her up on the internet. When, but you, I, when, you, win a, when you win a Grammy, she's going to look you up. <laughs> um, so she, that year was big because she had uh, Back in Black. Mm -hmm. She had uh, Devo, Freedom of Choice. Yep. And she had uh, uh, Crimes of Passion. And on A track, I mean that was her. That was her. That mode. was her format yes, of choice. That was the format of choice was A track, <laughs> and so I listened to it a lot. We shared a room. I listened to it a lot. So uh, I have a few from that because I think it's so wonderful. And uh, first one I'm going to play is uh, "You Better Run." All right. album is when she that style that distinctive style of hers uh the look kind of evolved yes. into with the hair and the pants and another Stripes. cover that's a cover by the young rascals it is yeah yep i did not know that let me see if i can find their version i'll play it for you so you can get a taste of that because well, it's so to me it's so feminine like it, uh, that's anyway so you're sharing this room with this stepsister. What's the age difference between you two? I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe five years. And she's older. Yeah, and she's beautiful. And she could feather the hair like Farrah Fawcett. She, ca she could hot roll and then feather. And I could barely do sausage curls. Like I barely just I could not do anything. Did you like sharing a room with this uh, new strange person? Um she was could kind of be mean sometimes yeah that's not good because she's then, older she's right. gonna be mean to the younger person right boo but she was very pretty and she was on the drill team all right and she just was very cool so and you, so you kind of wanted to be oh, like her oh yeah all right here's the young rascals with you better run here it comes it's gonna kick in in a minute <laughs> I know it is. Come on, play. There we go. <gasps> so different. Yeah. What you trying to do to my heart? What you trying to do to my heart? You go around telling lies. You fool around with the other guy. What you trying to do to my heart? You better run. That's great too. Yeah. <laughs> That's really great. Yeah, that 60s production. Yeah. She really made it her own, I'll tell you. Like Yes. Like who would even think to bring that song to her? It's so wild. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. who said, you know what, you should try this song. But they did. Mm. All right. What else you got on Crimes of Passion? Uh, uh I have a couple other. In fact, one I put at number ten, but I'll do three first. Okay, this I'll is, do whatever order you oh, say. Oh, but what? Okay, do you have things you want to throw in? I am going to close end the show with the big hit from this album. Okay, so all right, we all know what it's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm not even going to say it. You know, right? All right, this one is called "Never Want to Leave You." All right. That is great. And that was written by Neil and Pat. Oh. This album sold four million copies. This is her big one. This is the this is her biggest seller. It's great. Sophomore surge. Yeah. No slump. It, something very just sexy and and yet empowering and just all the great things uh anyway with about lady rockers all there and her, that beautiful voice that she can push big or she can pull it back and make it small yeah. like it's really and she's tiny else. tiny lady oh yeah she's just yeah like five foot or something i read her book she had to do all this this stuff at the radio stations with the creepy djs and everything they always wanted her to sit on their lap and oh, all this stuff no. and she just went you know she just did it you know what i mean played the game until I, she got to a point where like i'm not fucking doing that anymore oh, good for gosh. her thank god yeah but yeah um so do you want me to go to because again i've got more from that record yeah yeah do this okay let's do the this other is one. another uh cover again when i'm 10 i don't mm -hmm. know from covers right um and kate bush everyone's talking about kate bush now, now right with now the, we're talking which about is her. which is so interesting to me because i i'm not caught up on my um stranger things uh but i guess none of the there's no overlap to handmaid's tale because there's two songs that are that are featured very big in handmaid's tale and no one talked about it. So I guess it just doesn't have a I big think enough because, audience. I think because kids aren't really watching oh, Handmaid's right, Tale. right, 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 so right. So now they're picking up on the song. It's probably in a bunch of TikToks and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Because Rita knows the song. She's not watching Handmaid's Tale. Right, okay. But, well, um, Handmaid's used um, uh, uh, woman's... No, yeah, oh, yes, woman's work and... Oh, God. What is the name of it? Um, woman's work makes me cry every time. Uh, something good is gonna happen. What is uh, that one? Uh, uh, anyway, I can't think of the name. It's of not running up that hill. No, no, it is not. And I didn't even know how. Like, I'm like, that song was okay. Like, I didn't love it, but yeah. hearing it now, I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Maybe as a kid, I just couldn't really get into it. Yeah, it's, you know, as a kid, you you're not, uh, you know, you like what you like, and yeah. you just other stuff you like. Like yeah. I always tell this story. My uncle um, would get me albums for christmas okay and i never liked what he got me okay like what are the some of the albums oh when i tell you they're like my favorite albums now okay but at the time my mom's like what do you think of the albums uncle richard got you i'm like i don't like any of them 
Here's what they were. Um, Talking Heads remaining late. Okay. Pretenders debut. Uh-huh. Elvis Costello, uh, My Aim is True. Um, oh, what's the other one? But they're all they're all like that. And I was just like, ugh, <laughs> where's my Oreo Speedwagon album? <gasps> you know, because it was just- funny. Yeah, because I mean, I have, you know, I have Boston and Journey and Sticks, And so this is not that. This is like, I don't know what this is. So how long before you started listening to those then? Um... A while, probably Pretenders was the probably the first one. Then I'm like, okay, because well, I started seeing videos on MTV. Okay, and then I'm like, oh, I think I have that album. And uh, then I would go and I'm, oh, but uh, yeah, but at at first when he would hand them to me, I'm like, no, that's I do not want these. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, this song uh, is it's a cover of Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights, which I didn't even know it was a cover or anything mm-hmm. until years later. Uh, but here is Pat's version. And when you hear her voice on this, you can hear Kate Bush, kind of. Right. It's less silly than Kate Bush. And I, right. I, I, I props to Kate Bush. She's mm-hmm. a genius. But it's less silly to me. Don't add us. Wily, windy moors, we'd roll and fall in green. You had a temper like my jealousy, too hot, too greedy. Could you leave me when I needed to possess you? I hated you, I loved you too. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, again, hers is wonderful, but it's like, I'm a little bit like a bash. Whereas this is more elegant, and but then it rocks. It gets in and rocks you. Yeah, I'm still not 100% all in on Kate Bush. I'm still, okay. she's still a little, uh, you know, out there for, witchy. for my taste. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If yeah. I want witchy music, I'll listen to some Belladonna by Stevie <laughs> okay. Nicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I bet Kate Bush made more money from this being on this Pat Benatar album than she did from recording it on her own. Oh, I'm sure. Without a doubt. She was Without like, a doubt. She was like, yeah, record as many as you want, Pat. Uh, because I don't think I even knew who she was until MTV. Mm-hmm. Running up that hill, that was a video. I remember that. Yes. Um, and then She's Having a Baby, Woman's Work, was very oh. prominently featured in that movie. Yes, in it's fact, such a great song. <clears throat> it's so... It, it's like that... How? It's so ingrained that like, oh, I wonder if... They knew of the song before they wrote that scene? I don't John, know. John Hughes probably did. Because mm. he was pretty hip with the music. Right. Uh, anyway. Precious Time. That's the next oh, album. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. I have what? one more, but I, I was put it at the end in case we run out of time. Should oh, I? yeah, let's do it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's number 10. This is another one from my beloved Crimes of Passion. This is I'm Gonna Follow You. All right. It's a stalker song. Yes.
It's so good. It's so good. It's weird and yeah. love it, love it. Written by Billy Steinberg. He's half of the songwriting duo of Tom Kelly and Steinberg, or Kelly and Steinberg. Here's some of the songs they wrote together. Christy, you ready? Mm. Like a Virgin. True Colors by Cindy Lauper, Eternal Flame by The Bangles, So Emotional, Whitney Houston, Alone by Heart, I Touch Myself. Uh, I love that song. I love all of these. I'll Stand By You by The Good Pretenders. Lord. I mean, look at that. Those guys have some mailbox money coming. Wow. Yeah. And I don't, And I mean, saying it, I'm like, oh yeah, they sound somewhat familiar, but not as familiar as some of the other names that you hear a lot of. Right. And those songs are all wonderful. And I love it when someone can capture something that's very that just feels very authentically feminine and and those are two guys uh, yes. writing all those songs that female artists covered uh, and and very authentically very anyway that's uh, interesting way to go kelly steinberg yeah yeah uh precious time 1981 this is my favorite pat benatar album. okay i mean crimes of passion is just amazing but just precious time for some reason really with the two songs you chose mm. just kick the album off oh. perfectly i'm gonna jump into track three which is a cover of a paul revere and the raiders song and it's called just like me just a rocker uh, it's so and she can be have it clean have that clean belt or she can kind of rough it up yeah, like a little rasp bit it up. Yeah. yeah give it her best brian adams <laughs> yes uh, uh. bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Let me ask you this. Johnny is at camp. Johnny Mann's at camp. Yes. How long, is this a camp he's going to for like many summers? Yes, a few, a few. Sleepaway camp. Yes, How two long? weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Is there any contact with him during the, the two weeks? No, I mean, he can write us and they-, they He's not going to do that. Well, they kind of hand him a postcard and when they get there, like, write your parents. Like, they, they just do that. Um, and we can, you can't send anything because they don't want care packages. Like, so some kids get stuff and some kids don't. Yeah, it makes don't. the other kids feel bad. Right. So they're like, you can write letters and you can write emails that they will print out and fold up and hand to your kid as- if it's a letter okay. but there's no contact unless there's an emergency and there's no uh, electronics none no phone nothing, no no phone no light no motor car <laughs> is it weird not having contact with your kid for two weeks um 
weird no like it 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 physically hurts me mm-hmm. but it's not like i'm glad that he is off having adventures mm-hmm. and being independent because being independent has helped me in my life uh, immensely mm-hmm. so uh, he's living in a time as you know yeah. you have children where you don't have to fix things or learn how to do stuff and he can't even the other day i'm like unlock the door with the key and he's like huh he's 12 yeah he cannot unlock a door with a key i had a moment like that the other day i if i can remember what it was but i was just like are you you're joking right i mean you're (laughs) 17 are you kidding me yeah it's crazy it's so it's not like it's good in fact gary uh, in New York, they go away for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to work towards like, all right, do you want to go for a month next year? That kind of thing. And I don't want, I mean, I can't, I, every moment I am away from him, I'm in physical pain, <laughs> but I know it's good for and him. And he wants to go. He's not like, correct. I yeah. mean, he'll always be like, mm, I'm going to miss you guys. But then he'll be like, oh, I can't wait to, you know, shoot a rifle or a yeah. bow and arrow or an axe. He turns to the corner and goes, they bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. But the one thing he, I'm like, just try to water ski this year. Just try. And there is, because what they do is every day. Can you water a, ski? No, that's the thing is I can't. So okay. I can't. I can you snow ski? Yes, and yes. he does too. All right. He's a very athletic kid. Yes. Very. He played flag football. Mm-hmm. He is uh, plays baseball. That's his sport. He plays ba- like he's athletic, but uh, he just does. And um, years ago, okay, so they print these pictures on the website. Okay. Of just and it's random, and sometimes your kid is so you featured, gotta, and sometimes yeah, they're you not. Scroll You're scouring. Yes. See yes. Him. And so one year, everyone in his cabin tried it, but him. And so I'm like, Johnny, just try it this year. Mm -hmm. Just try. And there is a picture of him. And he's not even standing on the ski. He's holding on to the board (laughs) and his face. I will show you. It is just pain, a pained expression. What's he afraid of? I don't know. It just is the sensation he just isn't into. Right. And he like he loves uh, uh, we've um, he swims snorkeled. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that it's just something about it. But maybe he yeah. doesn't feel in control because this this like when you're snow skiing, it's just you. But now a boat right. is pulling me. Right. How fast is that going to be? Right. I'm just wondering. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm putting myself in his head. Yeah, I tried it one time. In Texas, there's a lot of lakes. There's mm-hmm. a lot of water. And I just, I tried it once and I'm like, nope. So <laughs> I, he's got that gene. Yeah. And what about Gary? Can he water ski? I think he probably could. He talks, he's always like, oh, I'm not very athletic. But he is. He, if you play him in some kind of mm-hmm. sp- pickup game or whatever, yeah. he'll be competitive. Like he's he's not nothing sports wise. Yeah, you downplay it though, and then and then you right. oh, you were you were better than you said you were. Oh, I just got lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, precious time. What do you got for oh, us? Oh, okay. I've got uh, this is Shadows of the Night. No, no. That is from Get Nervous. Oh, the I next thought out- I put it in order. I guess I did not. Yeah. Which that's one the only one that's you? out of order. Oh, I see. I see. Sorry, sorry. That's that okay. That one goes after... Okay. So this is... Sorry. Promises in the Dirk. Yes. Big on MTV. The voice gets a workout on this one. I mean...
Just a little instrumentation in there, but then this song just takes off. Yes, They're great. The guitar is great. Neil They're Gerardo great. is highly underrated guitar player. Whenever I've seen them live, he is killing it. Does she? Is it still the same group of folks, or just him and some? Um, it's the they've. It's not these guys, but the band that they have has been a unit for a, for okay. like twenty years. Mm. You know, the drummer Myron Grombacher. He right down. We can walk there. He sells. Porsches at the Porsche dealership right oh. down here on Ventura Boulevard. Whoa. I know. And and he would never get recognized because when he's, he has red hair that's all like spiky and crazy. He's all skinny when he's in this band. But then you put that in a suit and tie and comb the hair down and put glasses on. It just looks like a guy selling cars. Oh my god! So I wonder what that's like to have toured the world right. with hits, yeah. big albums with Pat Benatar. Yeah. And now you're at the Porsche dealership. Must well, like it. He must like I it. I was going to say, like, it sounds like a lot easier, right? Yeah. yeah. Less yeah. grueling. Yeah. True. True. Family Fewer man, groupies. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's a family man now. He's a, you know, calm down a little bit. All right. What's my next song from Precious Time? Oh, I have It's a Tough Life. Let me see the Neil Geraldo wrote this one. Okay. You got to get that? No. You can take it. No, it's Walgreens. Put them on. <laughs> it is a robot. Your every description time, is ready. <laughs> every time David Wilde's here, Brad Paisley calls him. They're like besties. They, well, he co-wrote Brad's autobiography. So yeah, mm. they're besties. They go to Dodger games and all that stuff together. All right, it's Tough Life. Unless you're David Wilde. Tough Life. Race your Mercedes Benz through the pub it's not reggae, but it has like a little right, bit of a yeah. reggae guitar in there. There's always someone around to lift your spirits up. All along, just pumping up your attitude. Don't believe a word they say. Cause never true. Isn't it a tough life? You got a tough life. You can't have it, but you don't want it. You must have a job. Well, isn't it a tough life? got one more yes fire and ice that's such a great song it's so good you can't not pick it right you gotta pick it yeah it's like you and me fire and ice (laughs) (laughs) you're giving me the fever tonight
wrote this song? Let me see who wrote Fire and Ice. Tom Kelly of the aforementioned Kelly Steinberg. Oh, uh huh. With the guitar player at the time, Scott Sheets and Pat. Oh. Great song. Yes, and I like how there's pop like themes, but it's not cliche. It's, right. You know what I mean? Like it's it's still lyrically fun and interesting, mm-hmm. and just keeps it out of being like a cliche. There's clever enough to to have a little bite. I think just in general. It seems like she sings full voice on every song. Like it's just like <laughs> yes. like how many takes did they do? I mean, I'm curious. I, I bet she just went in there and hit it out of the park like in one or two takes i mean i'm guessing i mean yeah it's just the voice is just look the voice is ridiculous it's ridiculous it's really ridiculous (laughs) it's crazy i mean but it's not but she doesn't over sing you know how some people can over sing sure like i saw daryl hall a couple weeks ago and that fucking guy is over singing. Like really? he's adding all these runs to the songs. Okay. Does it? Does he sound good? Here's. A, I'm going to tell you this. Okay. I've seen Holland Oates in the past like six or seven years. I've seen him like four times. Okay. The last two times I saw Holland Oates, Daryl is immediately fighting with his sound guy. Mm. Like he's looking off to the side, and he has all these like these uh, hand gestures that he does like he's like pulls his hands out like this like make the sound fatter and then he's like bring it down and like points up and it's just like it's insane uh-huh. so a couple weeks ago i go to see todd rungren open for solo daryl hall okay daryl hall has a uh, a solo retrospective album out of all his solo albums so he's he's doing his solo material and then he's going to do a handful of hall note songs so I go with Mike Schmidt and I tell him the story about the sound guy and how <laughs> I go and be prepared. That might happen. But I'm just joking because I don't think it's going to happen. First song, <gasps> Daryl starts gesturing to the side and we're just, we're cracking up. It's ridiculous. And this goes on for seven or eight songs. Mm. And the sound's bad. It's not good. Like okay, he's like, so he is justified. He's justified. And then he says this, and this really pissed me off. <laughs> he said, I'm sorry about this. I don't do a sound check. Oh. First of all, do a sound check. Yeah, hi. And second of all, don't tell the crowd that paid, I don't know, $75, a ticket that you didn't do a sound check and we just set through eight shitty songs. Mm. I got free tickets, so I don't care. Right. But, um, but yeah, why would you tell people that you don't do a sound check? That, uh... Todd Rundgren sound amazing, sounded amazing. I assume he did a sound check. Sure. And the band was the Live at Daryl's House band. They played with Todd and then with Daryl. Okay. So, yeah, it was just, but it's hysterical if you see him do this. Well, Daryl Hall is older than we think. Like, I looked him up like 10 years ago and he was like 70. Yeah, he's, I think he's, um, I think he's 75. Yeah, I mean, that's. But Todd is this just about the same age. Daryl Hall is 75. Okay. But Todd Rundgren is, I think, also up there. And Todd sounded amazing that night. And Todd seemed to care. Uh, Todd is 73. So, I mean, it's two years apart. How amazing is it that Mick Jagger got COVID and then days later is back on the road? He's 79, I believe. I I regret not going to that concert I, I either found out about it too late or i'm i'm mad at myself that i didn't Did covid go. keep you from going maybe 
because that no, was like one I of didn't my... even know about it until I saw you and Mike going. I'm like, I, now I'm not only I'm I'm mad that I missed this, but I'm mad I didn't get that invitation. What? what? We didn't go. <laughs> you I went. W- I wish I did. Oh no, that would have been awesome. Next time. But I just didn't. I don't know why it wasn't on my radar. I guess, yeah. but I, that is amazing to me that uh, he's like. I'm getting back in there and I'm going to sing. And here, I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but he sounds the same. And Mm. I don't know if that's because he doesn't have a voice like Pat Benatar, which could, you know, over the years, you need to turn it down a key or whatever. See Robert Plant. Right. Yes. Mick doesn't never had that kind of a voice. Right. I mean, he could sing high stuff, you know, you know, you know, like Miss You and stuff. But uh (laughs) But he just sounds the same. And... The body looks the same. The face is craggier and he dyes the hair, sure, but he's got hair. Other th- when you see it, you're like, there's Mick Jagger. That's Mick Jagger up there. And he's running, he's running around and jumping and dancing. And you're just like, what the hell? How Good is it possible? Him. Yeah. Some people, my brother said, how was that show? I go, I, I couldn't believe how good it was for being 2022. Right. It was it was better than it ever should have been. It was a 10. Well, and so Mick, I assume, because I've seen his like mm-hmm. workout clips, yeah. takes good care of himself. Yeah. But Keith doesn't. And I'm mm-hmm. sure he still sounds great and it's all... Yeah, he just stands there and he, <laughs> Keith has quit smoking. Okay. And well, that's he good. said he feels energized. <laughs> he just quit like months ago. Okay. And he feels energized. But yeah, Ronnie and Keith, they're all just... they're firing on all cylinders i love it i love it and i'm so i'm just so bummed but i've got to tell you i know i say this every time i see you we brian johnson needs to i know he is getting up there too one more tour i just want one more tour. i think they're really wait because you know i think they're really waiting until it's really clear from COVID. so maybe 2023 i thought it would happen this year but no sign of it but you think it's gonna happen i do think they'll do another tour I, I mean, and then that'll be it. Yeah. I mean, they need, they can't, they, those Axl Rose shows can't be the last ACDC shows of all time. No way. I hope not. Yeah. Don't, I think that, yeah, I definitely think they're going to do one farewell tour. Okay. And no, cause I've got my son involved with it that. Will, it'll be when Johnny's at camp. Oh no, it can't be. <laughs> but uh, you that... have a lot of stipulations on ACDC. Well, can't I, be when Johnny's at camp. Can't be. Well, that's it though. It's gotta be Brian Johnson. Well, sure. Yeah. But also, he's into Stevie Wonder now. So I'm like, God, is he going to... Do we get any more out of Stevie Wonder, do we think? I don't... Does Stevie even do shows? I looked it up, and he did years ago, I think, before COVID. Not like a, maybe a full tour, but... I feel like he's a... He would be a Las Vegas residency guy. Oh. You know what I mean? That, All right. I feel like that would be like Stevie Wonder... Like Elton John played the hits for an hour and 45 minutes, put Stevie out there, he plays the hits... Give you a couple of deep tracks for the, the diehards. Okay. I think yeah. that would be great. Ugh. I don't know why any band that doesn't really want to tour just doesn't... Like ACDC could easily go, yeah, we want to do a Vegas residency for three months. They'd be like, fine. Yeah. They would sell out every show. Celine Dion has the best job ever. She gets... A car picks her up at her house. Mm. She goes... She probably has her makeup and everything done at her house. Drives over to Caesars. Yeah. Puts a fancy dress on. Walks out on stage. And then she's back and tucks her kids in bed. Yeah. And makes a gazillion dollars doing what she loves. Yeah. That's, Perfect. Yeah. All right. Get nervous. I love this album cover. 
uh-huh with the crazy hair and straight jacket and the padded room i love it yeah it's it's the other ones have been the covers are great are mm-hmm. iconic yeah but this one had a little sense of humor yeah in yep. a way that's not you know you don't uh you really don't think of pat benatar in sense of humor not that she doesn't have one she's just, right you know she's just a rocker yeah uh so what do you got uh I, shadows of the night and who's in the video Bill Paxton. <laughs> is Bill Paxton in the video? Oh, yeah. No. Is there someone else? Judge Reinhold's in the video. <gasps> Are you oh. getting Judge Reinhold and Bill Paxton confused? No. Bill, Bill Paxton, Paxton is, is from it? Fort Worth, Texas. And All that right. was his first, because, uh, right, it was like a World War II thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Bill Paxton's wa- in it. Well, I got to watch it later, because Judge Reinhold's definitely in it. Okay. He's got a red baseball cap on. He's chewing some gum. Okay. That's funny. I don't remember him, but I, I, yeah, anyway. And with these videos are so goofy. Like back then we were like, look, this this is like a mini movie. It's not really a mini movie, folks. I know, but it's still, (laughs) when it's done well, it sticks in your mind forever and ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Shadows of the Night. It's undeniable. Undeniable. Because this intro is. It's bananas. We're running with the shadows of the night. So baby, take my hand. Yeah, the vocals are doubled right there. Someone named David Lee Byron. So I don't know how no, that song. Oh, I don't know that. that but, no, me neither. I mean, this could be the only song that he ever wrote. But wow. Well, I can tell you that Neil co-writes six of the 10 on this album and he also co-produces. So he's asserting himself okay. big time into the into the proceedings. I will also tell you that the keyboard player on this album, and he was in the band at the time, Charlie Giordano hmm. is now, and he's been for years, he's in the E Street Band. Oh. He replaced Danny Federici when he passed away. Okay. So, who knew? That guy would have an amazing career. I want to put that song in something. It's such a great, like, powerful, but also mm-hmm. kind of fun and, 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 like, I don't know. I just, yes. I think it's so good. No, I just love it. No, that song is tailor-made to be in like a comedy right yes now. yeah it's yes. just one of those songs it's earnest but yet it but i uh, i can kind of be both things it can be yeah. both uh, sincere but also a little cheeky like yeah. i don't know i don't know I, I i love it i mean the easiest thing is that you, that you put it in one of those scenes where you know a group of people do the slow walk i mean right i'm tired of that sure. scene but yeah that no, song would work for that sure all right, my favorite song on this album, I didn't pick it because I've played it so many times, so I'm not going to play it, but it's a uh, little too late. Mm-hmm. And I love that song. That's my favorite song on the whole album. And then, and then the one you just played. So instead, I chose, what did I pick? 
where is it? Looking for a stranger. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Fun keyboard. Yes, fun. Yeah. Flair, but not not in a way that is cringy. Yeah, like I could hear any of these songs now live in concert, and they wouldn't feel dated to me. I don't right. know why. You know, you know, some bands do, but this yes. this doesn't. Uh, now, before we move on to the next album, which is Tropico, yes, and this is where this is where the album quality starts to dip for me. Mm-hmm. There's still great songs on all the albums, yes, but as albums, they're they're not they're not good. They're not good albums. They're, they get some singles. But we can't forget they released an album called Live From Earth and there were two studio tracks on that album and one of them is this. dance <laughs> that video uh, is looms so large when just i can't not think of that and like, video and her whole get up how old is she supposed to be in the video because like her dad throws her out of the house i'm like she's not 18 in this right. video you know but as a kid you don't even think of that right. like now we can now watch I that do. and laugh but I just didn't, that didn't even dawn on me. And Cindy Lauper too. It was yes. always dad and mom and, like, you know. Move out of the house, 33-year-old. But they probably, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. She's probably still in her 20s. I don't know. I don't think Lauper was in that video. Okay. There was just one I found. I think Lauper was like 30. You think? I think so. Good for her. Um, I never liked uh, Love is a Battlefield until I heard it live. Oh. Because live, it's not... It, the studio track is so a lot overproduced for me. Okay. I did, but live, I was like, oh, this is really, really great. Like mm. the, the bass is great. Everything is really live. It takes on a whole new thing for me. Okay. Still a great song. I just never gelled to it in the studio version. Mm. All right. Tropico, 1984. This song is so good that the album can't follow it. Like there's no song as good as this on the album. It's probably in my top three uh, not Cindy Lauper, Pat Benatar songs of all yes. time. I love this song so, so much. I never get sick of it, but the album is not good. And we both picked that song, right? We both picked okay. it. Okay. <laughs> because it's, it's undeniable. Yes. Do you want to introduce it? Uh, we Belong. All right. Many times I tried to tell you Many times I cried alone Always I'm surprised how well you cut my feelings to the bone I don't wanna leave you real 
so good. It is so good. Uh, this album also went platinum, but then after this album, it, they stopped going platinum because I think who wrote that song? This song was written by Eric Lowen and Dan Navarro. Hmm. And I forget uh, I forget the story. I think it just came like in a, a cassette came across their desk and they listened to it. I think it was one of those things like they didn't really like it, but then they they saw, thought they'd work on it and then they just made it their own. But mm. um, yeah, that song is so, I was so disappointed with this album because I saw that video, I heard that song on the radio and I thought this album is going to be amazing. Mm. And then it was just like, ugh, it's not. Like I don't, I don't, I'm looking at these songs. I didn't even pick one more because I just can't. I mean, ooh ooh song. Right. It's funny. I, I clicked like, on that and I'm like, oh, it's almost there for me, yeah. but because you know, painted yeah. desert. I mean, you know, I just it just doesn't. This album is just doesn't get a spin from me ever, but that song does always. Yeah, it's really something. All right, then we move along to 1985. Seven the hard way. I like the title because it's her seventh album. Yeah. Seven the Hard Way. And you got a song from, what was this? Legends of Legend Billie Jean? Legend of Billie Jean. With Helen Slater. Yes. Who I saw at the Coffee Bean in uh, <gasps> Studio City. Wow. Like I was in there and this woman walked in and I was like, I, oh, I know her. And I was like, I thought it was like, that's a mom from the school. Or uh -huh. that's, a, but she, I mean, super attractive, looked great, no make, hardly any makeup. But I'm like, she just looked like, oh yeah, a really uh, good-looking mom from the school, and I was just like, oh, what's, what is she, was she in grade? Were the kids in grade school? Was it? And then I was like, oh no, wait a minute, that's Supergirl. That is Supergirl. Yeah, isn't then, it funny how your brain does that? Yeah, I did that with. Um, I was going into, like, my son was in some. Uh, social skills class or uh -huh. something and i walk into this room and a man is there sitting there and i go hey <laughs> and it's the drummer from the chili peppers <laughs> isn't that the guy that looks like will ferrell yeah, what's his yeah. name chad John smith chad smith he's super tall too and it was just and i, I was like hey and then I, I was so embarrassed but what was so funny is while we were sitting there waiting for our kids he was literally his hands Practicing. could not stop tapping on the chair. And I did, thought that was so did funny. Did he say hey back? Did he, did well, he, he was real. Yes, it was like hey, like it was just because it's a small room, like a waiting room that's this size. Uh -huh. And um, hey, it's, uh, look, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I still love seeing celebrities in like oh yes, just the regular places. Like we used to take uh, Ezra to this. Uh, it was just like it was one of those can't where you go for like an hour and it's like it's an indoor gym type thing yes, yes. but it's a, it's a set class time so you sign up for the two o'clock hour or whatever and like we would go there and like tandy newton would be there oh with, with her kid and she would just be sitting next to you and you know she'd just be like oh is that your daughter oh what's her oh, <gasps> i really like that haircut who cut her hair and i'm just like wow tandy newton from mission impossible 2 is who i'm talking to and then and who else was in there jeff garland would bring his kid whoa and his kid was just like a big bruiser a kid he was just like, ah. <laughs> and jeff garland <laughs> would just like fall down on the floor and i thought he was gonna take a nap while i was there he was not involved in all at oh all. my the god well just, the fact that he was there he was there it yeah. was something and who else was there i mean there was there was always just someone i'm like what's going on and then uh the one uh the one girl that ran the place, her name was Tina, Tina Jones. Mm. And just, you know, after going there for a while, she's Quincy Jones's daughter. 
Oh. And Rashida Jones's sister, and she's, she's just like this. Just it would come out, and she, oh yeah, my dad took me there. We, you know, he was getting a reward, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Who's oh your dad? Oh my gosh! Uh, so yeah, I just love. I love. Seeing- I well at sushi spot, I had seen Jason Momoa once, and because I used to. I don't know, back before COVID, I would every now and then I just go have a dinner by myself uh-huh. and I would either bring a script or a magazine or something, something that I, <laughs> <laughs> but one time with the first time I saw Momoa, mm-hmm. well, I heard him and this person just was, had the, it's, a sushi spot is very small yeah, and this v- loud booming voice that you'd be like, who is it? What is it? And then as I, 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 he gets up to leave and very cordial and whatever, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it's Jason Momoa. So Johnny and I have made it a tradition to go to a sushi spot. And this was, oh Lord, a couple years ago. And we went and sat down and there was Momoa, Lisa Bonet, and children. And I am like, oh my God, but I don't want to tell Johnny because he is at this point old enough to realize like, people like he's he's sentient and i don't know how he's gonna react so i don't tell him and at one point like he made so he laughed or something and johnny kind (laughs) of looked over and like whatever because he's seen aquaman at this point yeah 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 and so as they leave i go johnny that was aquaman he's like why didn't you tell me i'm like i didn't know what you would say or do and i didn't want to like i just didn't want to i want to these people to feel like they can be among us and we're not gonna bother them yeah um and i just didn't know and i'm anyway that was aquaman (laughs) <laughs> you don't know my Jason Momoa stories? No. Okay, first of all, I have a sting that someone made for me for when I uh, when I tell stories more than once. So okay. Okay, let's, let's hear it. Okay. All right, so um, uh, where do I start? Okay, so the uh, the Whole Foods right down the street. Yes. First of all, I have to get a tissue because when that when that came on really loud, I think I blew up. <laughs> you blew a gasket. Okay. Okay. Now but you'll be, cut that out, right? Because I, I that, do no. you cut that out? No. No. No, All it's right. a, everyone blows their nose or something happens. All right. All right, so. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're at, we're at the Whole Foods one day and I see Lisa Bonet. Okay. And I'm with Pilar and I go, I go that's Lisa Bonet over there. And Pilar says, oh, she doesn't look too good, does she? I'm like, mm, no, she looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And Pilar's like, she's really skinny. I go, mm, yeah, okay. But so, in, now I love Jason Momoa. Uh-huh. So I, as we leave, I say to Pilar, I go, I know I'm going to see Jason Momoa here now. I know I'm going to. So it's December and Pilar needs something for, you know, the holidays. And I said, I'll get down to Whole Foods and get it. Maybe, maybe I'll see Jason Momoa. I say this, I say this out loud. (laughs) I go down and I'm just, you know, looking around, getting the stuff and I'm back by the meat counter and 
I just hear like a guy, the meat guy puts like, you know, meat up on the counter. Like, there you go. And I hear this guy go, thanks, bro. And I was like, that's Jason Momoa. And I turn and there he is. He has a pink t-shirt on but it's like cut like the arms are yes cut. of course it and, is and he's with the two daughters who are gorgeous yes because of look at the jeans mm-hmm. and he's just you know and i'm just like he's massive and he's just yes. there and this woman turns the corner and she freezes and she oh. says it's you <laughs> and he says bring it in no and gives her a hug and i was just like what is going on this is wow. insane and then uh and then, uh, and then that was it. Then, you know, I just watched them, you know, do their shopping. He's pushing the cart. Kids were in the cart. And I was just like, this is crazy. I love that. So I come home and I tell Pilar this story. And she's like, I can't believe that you ran into your man crush. It's a whole year later. Same scenario. Pilar needs something for the holiday dinner or whatever. And she said, I'm going to go down to Whole Foods. And I said... I'll go with you. Maybe we'll see Jason Momoa. And she goes, shut up. Knock it off. I don't want to hear about your man crush. We get there. We're in the store doing our thing, looking around. We get to the back of the store and I look like down, like aisles and aisles away. And he's got his hair up in a man bun. Sure. And I say to Pilar, I go, look down there. She's like, what? I go, that's Jason Momoa. She's like, how is this happening to you? Whoa. So when we're checking out, we're like in aisle five. And he's like in lane six. So he's right behind us. Oh. A woman steps in aisle five behind us who's someone that we know that we've never seen at the store before. And Pilar goes, oh my God, blah, 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 it's you. And she's like, hey, Pilar, how you doing? This is my husband, Pat, blah, blah, blah. And then Pilar says, did you see Jason Momoa? No. And I go, he's right behind us. And she's like, <laughs> no. So if he heard us, he didn't care or just he didn't hear us. But... It was crazy. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. I you love seeing mm-hmm. someone who it just it makes a ton of money mm-hmm. and is very successful, but also just whether he's faking it or not, I, I don't know. But that he's exuding like, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking Charm, for? Charm, grace. Well, uh, 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 when you appreciate something, it's you. You are uh, grateful. Grateful. Like he, yes. Just, yeah. He's he is. And I, I love that. And, yeah. and at the sushi spot, like as he left, someone was looking. There's a uh, um, good Lord. Why am I not finding my words right now? Maybe because the, the air conditioner hasn't been on for a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, the TV, some baseball or something. And so someone engaged him and he was like, yeah. And what like just open. Yeah, and just I love cool. that when people are appreciative. And I think that's a cool thing because, you know, people yeah. just get up in his face all the time yeah 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 did um do you want me to turn the air conditioner back no, on because no, i can I'm, I'm fine I'll, I'll survive we're almost done we're almost done i'll tell you this um pilar's uh it's like it was her mom's stepbrother he was visiting once when we lived down in the fairfax district and he had his like 12 year old kid with him and the kid was kind of being crabby and we're like what's wrong with him and he's like hey, he we're in hollywood and he he thought we'd see celebrities all the time. We're uh-huh. not seeing any celebrities. So uh, we lived just below Melrose. So we went up to John. There was a Johnny Rockets in, on Melrose. So me and Pilar and him and the son, we go up there and uh, we walk in and I turn to him. I go, does your kid like sports? And he's like, yeah. I go, well, there's Shaquille O'Neal. Whoa. And Shaquille O'Neal is sitting in a chair and he's taller than all of us. Sure. And there was no one in Johnny Rockets, but Shaquille and like, uh, two girls and another guy. They're just eating burgers. 
and us. So we go over to the table and the, and the, the dad's like, what, what, what do we do? What, what should we do? I go, <laughs> I go, just send him over. He's gonna, he's, it's a kid. Your kid's 12. He's gonna say hello. So he's like, all right. So the kid goes over and Shaq's like, hey, you know, high five, signs on a napkin, nice to meet you. And then the kid comes over and he's uh, pleased as punch. Hmm. Yeah. And he was like, because, come on, if Momoa gets recognized, Shaq, while he was still playing, is surely. I mean, there's no one bigger. I love that Momoa let that woman touch him. Oh I my love God. that. Bring that, it in. I just, that that is so goddamn sweet. He said, bring it in. <laughs> Ah, oh. all right, Invincible. Yes, that's where it went. That's where we're going. All right, tangent, big time. <laughs> Celeb talk. This bloody road remains a mystery. This sudden darkness fills the air. Love it when you're a teen, you know everything is do or die. <laughs> right. It was so serious. Yes. I was just I yes. love that because that's what you feel like. Pilar was in a theater camp, and Helen Slater and Kira Sedgwick were both in the camp. And uh, Pilar said they were really mean. Really, those two girls—they were mean girls. Oh, I don't like hearing that. No, no, mm. it's sad. It's sad because uh, Kevin Bacon seems so nice. Yeah, so maybe sure. Kira I mean, Sedgwick must be nice now. Well, you know what? Teen girls. People grow out of that. Yeah. I really do. Girls are mean, though. Oh, for sure. But I do think that they grow out of yeah. that. All right. Here's another big song that was on Seven the Hard Way. This is, and please, Christy, stop using sex as a weapon. Oh. Also written by Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg. Oh. Uh, this album is just okay also. Yeah. It takes a dip in quality. Now, Christy, you're out of songs. I'm just going to fill in. I'm going to fill in a couple of gaps. All right. With just like two or three songs. Okay. Uh, 1988 album comes out called Wide Awake in Dreamland. And again, I get super excited for a Pat Benatar album. Sure. Because this song is so great and it's all fired up. Ah, Yes. So good. Living with my eyes closed, going day to day. I never knew the difference. I never cared either way. Looking for a reason. 
That song was produced by Keith Forzey, who produced all the big Billy Idol songs. Mm. But he didn't produce the album. He only produced that one track. And that track is far and away the best album, I mean, the best song on the album. I can't form sentences tonight either. <laughs> I'm having trouble. Maybe what, something's being piped in here that maybe, we're just a little looped. Yeah, maybe some of uh, <laughs> someone melted down some of Murray's gummies mm, and mm. is putting them through the system. I am curious. Like, what... I, I, because a lot of this isn't just her. I yeah. think a lot of artists that happens to unless somebody dies. Like if someone dies, Zed, Led Zeppelin. Guess what? All that stuff is great. Yes. But but what do do you? Because I do. I, I understand how you're uh, when you're hungry and you're and you're um is different than like when you're rich, successful. What do you have to sing about? What do you yeah. have to? But can you also not judge what's good and and bad? And I find that with any kind of artists, mm-hmm. movies or whatever, I'll be like, how is, is either A, does this person think this good is good? Or B, do the people around this person not want to tell this person like, oh, this isn't all there. This isn't, I don't know. I'm, it's just. An, yeah. I, I don't know. know either. And, and when you're an artist or, or you do something creative, do you, do you want to hear that? I mean, do you want to hear that? Do I want to hear? It? I don't know. Right. I'll tell you, because no one gives a shit about me. <laughs> Everyone has been very honest with mm-hmm. things that they like or don't like. And I'll yeah. tell you, I think it's made me better. I mean, it's mm-hmm. certainly uh, uh, hearing certain criticisms isn't great. Yeah. But if if you're not as, at a certain level, nobody's afraid to tell you the tr- what at least they look at as the truth. But yeah. I'll tell you, being underestimated is not a terrible place to be because then you can get better you can take those whatever feedback and and all of that kind of stuff so yeah i'm sure that once you get to a certain level it's oh my gosh this sounds great yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't, I don't know, know it's an interesting um I, thing. I do think some i do think some artists are able to make solid albums throughout their whole career and i think some can't you have the heyday right and i think pat benatar is one of those i, I, I also think Cindy Lauper is one of those people. I'm not choosing all women. I'm just those are just right. people no, no, we've course. talked about. But um, but I thought Tom Petty was pretty stellar the entire career. Yeah, I, I think you know? it's about and Mark Knopfler. His solo yeah. stuff is great. Like he would find very interesting things to write about. Like he has that one song about Mason and Dixon <laughs> making the Mason Dixon line, or like it, just stuff that like all right, I'm a rich person. I'm very comfortable. Right. Where can I find? inspiration that like or i'm with my partner of whatever years i don't i'm not hungry for love and all that stuff uh of finding what that inspiration is later in life when you have everything you and, and finding things to say what yeah. do you have to say when you have everything that you want yeah yeah it's, i uh, hope to get to that place someday <laughs> <laughs> very soon well i, I don't know 2023 well that's what knows? i'm thinking who knows um, so then there's a string of albums that, you know, are, are okay. Gravity's Rainbow and In Amarato. And she does a song for the Speed soundtrack. You know, I would have thought Pat Benatar would have been all over 80s movie soundtracks. 
Like I would have thought that everyone would have wanted Pat Benatar on their soundtrack. And really, she really kind of wasn't. Well, I think that's there is a vibe um, that those all male directors wanted to well, true. Uh, to you know put out yeah. there and that doesn't surprise me well they certainly had Kenny Loggins on speed dial <laughs> yes I'm gonna go see him by the way I'm he's coming to the bowl I think and with he, Messina he is and that's the only two dates they're doing they're only doing it at the really bowl. okay okay I saw Kenny Loggins last year at the Starlight Bowl in Burbank mm, how was it he hits every note. Oh my gosh! And he he tells stories. At least that's what he was doing the night I saw him. Love he would tell some stories between the songs. He hit every note. Like he sang "Forever." You know that big power ballad. Well, I don't remember that, but uh, I'm if sure you heard if, it, you okay. would know it. And I was just like, "There's no way he's going to hit this note," and he did. Wow! And it's him. It's him because it's it's he's singing. You know what I'm saying? Great. It, it's unbelievable. Oh great! Like I've never seen him. I I've, I've liked his music, yeah. and yeah. but a friend is like, "Oh, I got these tickets. Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "You know, yes, yes." It's like the the front the front part of the show is like all hits, and then there's like three in the middle that you might not know, and then boom, closes That's when out I go with all hits. And get my wine yep. at that time, and then he closes it out super strong. Okay. Um, when he was on the show, I asked him about the song "Playing with the Boys" from Top Gun. Oh yes. Uh, the one the one that plays during the volleyball okay and he said he said all these artists went they took all these musicians to a screening and everyone <laughs> wanted to write the opening song and he said when that volleyball scene came up I thought to myself I'm gonna write a song for this scene because no one wants to write a song <laughs> for this because his his theory thing was I just want to get a song on this soundtrack okay if I can get a song on this soundtrack wow. that's gonna be big money okay so i forget who i think i think jefferson starship was going to do danger zone really and then they decided not to and so they liked uh, the, the people the soundtrack people they liked playing with the boys so they asked kenny if he also wanted to sing Whoa. danger zone he was like yeah and i think he maybe changed a couple lines i think he might have a credit on danger zone to a writing credit okay. but yeah i thought that was pretty amazing that, that is he, that he knew no one's going to want to write a scene for this homoerotic volleyball <laughs> scene so i will and i'll I get on the soundtrack that. i love that yeah pretty great uh okay this is from the speed soundtrack in case you didn't know she was on that soundtrack and this is a cover and you'll know this song rescue me and take me in your arms rescue me it's a cover I don't remember in the movie either. Maybe yeah. it's over the end credits. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. All right. It's not, she's great. I mean, she's good. She she's sounds great. wonderful. Yeah. I said she's good. I didn't mean that. I mean, she's great. So we're done. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I have a playout song. Let's promote a little oh. bit. I mean, we're not going to go deep with these other albums because they're not great. We're going right? to leave you with the good stuff. Yeah. And she's uh, that enough is is to get her into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, come on. Absolutely. Those yes. first four albums are enough. And those yes. Grammy Awards and that voice and all. all those of anthems. It. All of it. Yes. All of it. Okay. Christy, are you active on Instagram? I am on Insta. Yes. At Christy Stratton. And I'm on Twitter. 
four people that will respond to me are all <laughs> listeners and they're all great i love interacting with the listeners they are so terrific and i anyway it's I a enjoy good group it. of people yes it really it is. really is yeah i always say that uh the at rock solid show twitter is just great just people talking about music and having yes, a good time it's uh, you know when people say twitter sucks i'm like go over here because this is where some good stuff's happening here yeah people will remember things that you don't think that anyone else remembers about music or whatever and it's so fun yeah it is good it's good and anything you can tell us any upcoming things that you can tell us just a lot of irons um, in the fire well there's a show i wrote for on netflix called free ridge and it's um a spinoff of their show on my block it's a YA series okay. and they're shooting it now and we'll I think they'll release it in the beginning of next year you know they hold on things were you on staff or did you just write an episode or two I was on staff I was a co-EP and I wrote an episode that's it well, yeah. give me tell me what the show's well, about well it's um, on my block takes place in the, the like an inner city outside of LA okay. in this fictional place of Free Ridge and my friend Lauren Unerick who created Awkward I worked for her uh, on awkward and then she created on my block and then um uh they wanted a spinoff she has a big deal there at the That's netflix great. and she called and says hey do you know any um co-eps that are good at story and i'm like well i know one and i was meaning myself of course. of course and she's like oh my gosh if we could get you you know that would be great and i'm like yeah what a you know these orders are so short <laughs> like this was 12 weeks of work so i'm like i would love to because i love lauren and we laughed a lot and it's 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 um very kind of female driven whereas the other show was just all the kids this is kind of sisters and um and it was just a lot of fun it was a lot of fun so look for free ridge in 2023 yes (laughs) and it's netflix so they'll all drop at one time and you can Um, binge it yes yeah it's really fun i mean it's a ya show for sure but it is so fun and um yeah that's great i didn't yeah. even know you worked on that congratulations i'm excited yeah. all right you can find us at rock solid show you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show episodes and everything and we're going to close it out with a song that she doesn't even like to sing anymore so she kind of just lets the audience sing this one but i think mm-hmm. she should embrace it because it was gigantic yes it's hit me with your best shot thank you christy stratton thanks for having me are you gonna I'll t- go back to the my room. Get back in there. <laughs> Christ, Christy Rella. <laughs> Clean up that room. All right. See you, everybody. <laughs>